T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The third infantry New York Giants song on the new Sinatra is now undefeated. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. And by the way, I saw Keith McPherson's rap uh, go for Friday night opening up his show. Not too bad, eh? Uh, uh, very good. But, I mean, you know, written. So? Well, you guys are, like, all challenging me. Why don't you do a freestyle rap like you did back in the day? And I'm like, yeah, maybe I will, maybe I won't. But that was awesome. But it wasn't freestyle. Really? You didn't take shots at that? Can no. You? I, by the way, I didn't take a shot. I thought it was. Well, you basically I thought he had some really good bars. You're basically saying, yeah, it was pre-written. No, you wrote it down no. ahead of time. You guys were all challenging me, like, well, why I, don't you do some freestyle rapping? Well, and I'm like, I will, but he didn't. How would you describe <laughs> what he did? Just a regular rap that yeah. he wrote out? Yeah. Okay, big shot. Then do that. Okay. I will. Okay. Go ahead. I'll do it tomorrow. Let's see what it sounds like. Let's I'll see if it's any good. I'll write it tonight. I'll do it tomorrow. Can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. Piece of cake, by the way. But I thought uh, he was very good at it. Yeah, it was tremendous. And I thought all the hate coming his way are from people just don't get it or they're racist. (laughs) What? Yeah, either we have a really racist audience or people just want to bust balls because he's able to do something that y'all can't do. Oh, I couldn't do that. But I thought thought the bars were really, really good. And you know who else else can't do that? Who? You. I'll do it tomorrow. Go ahead. I got no problem. I can't wait. What time? time? So I can write it down. You want to do whatever time you want me to do. Five o'clock, six o'clock, four o'clock. You're saving it for five. Whatever time you want. All right. Don't matter to me. Look, if you need to buy more time and make it five o'clock, okay. I'll write it tonight. I'll perform it tomorrow. Right. Uh, you tell me when you want And me then to do. we'll post the video remember, side by side. We'll I'm, I'm the resident rap laureate. Not anymore, you ain't. Okay, fine. You want a rap battle? I'm, I'm all good to go. <laughs> remember, I was doing it when he was in high school. What does that mean? That just means you're like, old. You, you think the old man can't come out of retirement and drop some bars on this radio station? Wrong, sir, because I can. As you'll see tonight, <laughs> just because you've got a great yeah. resume doesn't mean you could do it when you're old and washed up. Is that up. a knock on Tom Brady? You're damn right it is. You think the Dallas Cowboys win, don't you? I, I don't think they win. I think they kill him. I think oh, they crush oh, them tonight. Blowout, blowout city, huh? I do. All right. Well, we'll get to that game. You guys will make a pick on in a couple hours. Here is uh, obviously the celebration today, the excitement today, well-deserved, all belongs to the New York Giants. And you know what? You don't want want to get a little cocky. You don't want to gloat too much because you got a real tough test coming up against Philly. But I think today and tomorrow you should be able to enjoy it. There's a a point after a playoff win where you should be able to just look around, smile, and enjoy yourself and not freak about freak out about what's next. Um, That's my biggest failure as a sports enough. fan. I always I think, always tell you never live in the moment. No, you're right. Yep. And you're right. Like I admit that there needs to be a moment. Maybe it's a day, maybe it's two days. Whereas a giant fan, 
Don't even think about Philadelphia. Well, I'll tell you what. Don't get crazy about Jalen Hurts. We got a lot of time for that. For now, think about the fact that Justin Jefferson, the best wide receiver in the NFL, was held to 47 yards receiving, only 17 after the opening drive. Only one catch in the whole second Think to yourself that Daniel Jones was responsible for 300 yards passing, 80 yards rushing, threw two touchdowns, and put together a spectacular playoff debut, something that Eli Manning didn't do something that Phil Simms didn't even do. Nobody was as good as Daniel Jones in his first playoff game as Daniel Jones in Giant history. Giants had 430 yards. He had 380 of it. Like, And everyone wants to talk uh, about how Kirk Cousins killed the Vikings with that last drive. And that wasn't good. But the reason the Vikings lost is that their defense let the New York Giants roll a 430 on them. Yeah. Like the Giants, check how many times this year the Giants' offense put a 430 burger on somebody. It ain't a lot, well, also, if at all. Think about this, Craig. The New York Giants, take away the last drive of the first half because okay. time is running Fair out. enough, yep. They had seven drives in this game. They scored on five of them. Right. And one right. of them was the drive where Darius Slayton dropped a wide-open third-down conversion where they would have run the clock out. I mean, he might so, have scored on that. So the Vikings essentially stopped the New York Giants one time. Yeah, that's like, right. Let, let that go through your head a little bit. One time when Daniil Hunter beat Evan Neal for a sack on third down, and that was it. Outside of that, the New York Giants were never stopped yeah. by the Minnesota Vikings defense. No, listen, and that's the momentum you take in. I'll tell you, the best video I saw of your Giant fan was the plane ride home in which you think that the celebration in the locker room extends to the plane and the guys are dancing and having a good time and playing cards or whatever you do on a plane, right? Saquon Barkley, we're looking at film. How about that? Did you see what Evan Neal was looking at? Uh, was it porn? It was a burger, and he was hungry. <laughs> and they were mocking him, like, oh, you're going to town on that burger. And he looks up, like, and he's like... I'm hungry. If you're Evan Neal, you can have all the burgers you want after a big game like that. <laughs> all, all good. I, I don't know how I missed that. I saw the Saquon film study. I'm going to send you that. Which I thought was great. I did not see the Evan Neal burger Yeah, because I, you know what? I'm going to send you the video because I'm curious about your thoughts on the burger because you actually get a good look oh, do you? at what Evan Neal is eating. Yeah, please send that to me. I'll, uh, I'll rate the burger for you. All right. Here's uh, Mark and Trenton on the fan. Hey, Mark, what's going on, buddy? Mark, are you there? Oh, man, Mark's in a tough spot at work with the Giants. He goes, I'll put him on hold. See if you Why, was his uh, boss a Giant fan or something? I, it seems like it's something like that, yeah. Here's uh, Nick in Morris Plains. Nick, what's going on, Cookie? Hello. La, la, la. How we doing? It great. is a great day. Yeah, it's hey, a great day to be alive, I, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, this, I'm, a, I'm a 26-year-old Giants fan, and I am just basking in the moment of this sweet, sweet win. And I think if we were playing the anyone else other than Philly next week, we'd be a little more like, all right, let's soak up the moment. Let's soak up the moment. But we're playing the Eagles next week in the playoffs in their house. Mm. Oh, uh huh. I yeah, want. I games. mean, you're right. This it's week, just... this week's going to bring out all the Ooh. Philly, New York dislike. Nick, it's what, be awesome. what? Have you gotten your seats yet? Like, have you planned out your trip to the link? Because I assume you're going, right? I, I. I've been to I've, I'm a I'm a game goer. I go to the games, but I have never been to Philly. Yeah. And I'm really I'm really plus really having it's mad it. expensive though. You made that point earlier. No, I understand that. It's a tough buy if you're I don't care who you are. It is a tough buy to if it's three hundred bucks for standing room seats, 
What is it to get a seat in the building? Six fifty, seven hundred bucks. It's very expensive now. Yeah. I think there's a chance that maybe it goes down a little bit as we get closer to the game. Yeah. But how often, Craig, do you have a chance to go to Philadelphia for a Giant Eagle playoff game? Uh, you don't. You don't. You don't. Right. So I get it's expensive. But sometimes we got to make decisions. I got to be honest, Evan. For the money it would take for you to go down there, buy a ticket to the game, I'd rather me personally. You do what you want. For the, I'd rather spend a third of that money, get a nice big ass Traeger barbecue, uh, throw some uh, ribs on that grill, some burgers Great. and dogs. I'm not have a garage party in my house and let people come over and watch. The I game. am not disputing how yeah. much fun that can be. I just know from experience that when you ask me, "Hey, Evan, what's your all time favorite sports moment?" You know yeah. what's very close to the top? Jet, Jets Patriots. Being in, being in the building. By the way. Being inside of them as we beat them. 12 years ago today. 12 years ago today. That's right. So all I'm saying as a friend. That was the can't wait game. All I'm saying as a friend to all our listeners who are Giant fans is I understand the negativity. I understand the cost. I understand how brutal those people are. Totally yeah. get it. Yeah. But if, God forbid, the New York Giants go to the link yeah. and Daniel Jones yeah. rushes for a buck 20 and you walk out of that building as a winner, yeah. it will be one of your all-time favorite sports honest, moments. I'm, I'm telling you. I personally would rather have a 50-inch Samsung and a $1,000 Traeger smoker slash grill, which I'll have forever. <laughs> I'm just saying I mean, that's I, me, though. I get it. Like I, I'm sure I, there's that's a, what I can buy. I'm sure there's a lot of people that agree Matter with you. Matter of fact, Tommy, get me a Traeger, will you? But here's the thing, Craig, you don't know. You weren't in Gillette that day, so you don't even know I don't need that to be, I enjoyed that game the same yeah, way you did. It's different. No, it's not. When you watch those losers walk out of their building with that frown on their face, yeah. and you walk around their building, and you don't want to leave. Like, you no. never want to leave. Never you just want to move in. Yeah. You want to live there. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, as a sports fan, all-time. It's an all-timer. Listen, do it or don't do it, Giant fans. You do whatever you got to do. I'm just telling you. If you have that kind of scratch, special. buy the TV, buy the grill. Buy uh, you know the prime USDA uh, prime A meats or whatever prime it is I don't know what it is, and uh, have ten buddies over. Everybody brings their own uh, booze, and let's make uh, have a little garage party. Yeah, and that's or not basement party. That's not bad. Also, that is a, that makes it. <laughs> and by the way, it's Saturday night. Yeah, everybody sleeps over. Nobody drives nowhere, and you have yourself like a great weekend. Because if they win that game, that's a party that don't end till 4 o'clock in the morning. I get you. Right? Look, it's a very promising thing I'm you just described. I but it. I also think it's pretty good to go inside their freaking You want to be in the belly. I got it. And stick it to them. But here's the deal. The Giants win, you're there. Then you got to stop drinking in the second quarter. You got to, who's the responsible driver no, here? No, stay over. Stay in this. We got to pack up our stuff. That drive sucks. Stay at home. Put it on a 50-incher. Go put the sausage on the grill. You know what, Let's though? go. When I drove home from Play Foxborough. some outdoor games, little beanbags. When I drove home from Foxborough that night, I didn't sleep over. Or I drove home from Toronto after winning a game seven. I didn't stay See, over. that means you weren't drinking and had a party and having a good time. Well, I couldn't drink. I was too nervous. Right. I was too nervous, too nervous to drink to during drink. the game. Can't drink during the game. Dr nerve, being nervous makes you drink. That's, well... Sometimes, like I did before Game 7 at Spucks, I take a shot just to calm the nerves. Yeah. But I can't drink during the game. You have your wife make you jello shots to give out to the boys when you come on. Let's then go. you pass out before the fourth quarter nah, starts. Not if, I mean, listen, you drink, uh, obviously, according to what you can handle. But you come over to my garage, let me tell you something. You got the subwoofers kicking. You got the pregame music. You're triggering it. You're eating sausage. You're living life. So what sounds Everybody better? Everybody inside. Let's what go. sounds better? What I described or what he described? Well, it's a no-brainer to me. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. tough.
Cuff my ass. But, uh, yeah. I'd, <laughs> I'm right. I'd rather in, enjoy the game from the comforts of my own. Wow. Oh my God. That's because you got embarrassed at Fenway. That's, That's why. This it. all goes back to people in Boston. They taunted him on the way out, Craig. That was the well, problem. should have. He's wearing a Yankee jersey. They taunted him, and so that has scarred you so much. That's not true. That you think of going to Philly <laughs> in the exact same light except five times worse. Oh, I have... To be fair, you're painting one picture. I have seen the opposite end of that picture. Leaving the building after a disheartening loss. Yeah, right. Meaning yeah. you it lose sucks. the game, it sucks. Right. And you don't have the 55-inch, you don't no. have the Traeger. You have nothing. Oh, you just go home you to the misery. same sorry crap you had yeah. when you went to Boston yep. so, or Philadelphia. This let time, me just say. If you lose, at least you have the TV for the rest of your life. Let me just say in regards to that, you guys are right. It is a horrific yeah. feeling. <laughs> All of my friends at Samsung get a TV. Right. Yeah. I can't argue that part. God forbid they lose. Although, no, it sucks. It's an all-timer. Apparently, they're on back order because the five Boomer was sending me still haven't gotten to me. Yeah, what yeah. happened to that? I think they're on back order. What, did he forget about they're you? They're waiting for some chips or something. <laughs> or glass. I don't know what it is. Or maybe Boomer just forgot about me. But that doesn't seem uh, really accurate because he talks about me a lot. So I don't think he's forgotten about me. He just forgot the promise. The five television promise. And he made that promise a while ago. Long a long time there. ago. I should have TVs in my house, yes. Hmm. I'm still sunk with the 132-inch, but the family seems to enjoy coloring around it and watching sporting events late at night. So are we going to go to the Super Bowl if the Giants win? No. If the Giants win? If the Giants get to the Super Bowl. I don't know why. Why would we? No, I'm asking. Since I you don't like going to games and you like being at home, I assume yeah. the answer's clearly no. I mean, listen, Hold I'll on. do whatever's good for the show. If the spike tells me get your ass on a plane and go, I'll get my ass on a plane and I'll go. But he hasn't said that yet. All of a sudden, you're a company man who I just do. listens to whatever the boss says. I do what's good for the show and what's good for um, uh, the people that pay me. You tell <laughs> me to go somewhere, I go. You tell me not to go, I don't go. That's how I live, Evan. I'm a company guy. Gotcha. That's it. I respect the people that write my check. Okay. Always have, always will. <laughs> you're right. Whatever you say. We got pretzels coming on Friday. Uh, my buddy uh, reached out to me. I took care of that for you, Tommy. So one less thing you have to do. No Thank worries. you. Appreciate you doing that. My pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, which one is that, though? Hang on one second. It's the uh, Philly Soft Pretzel in Hasbrook Heights. My buddy uh, Scott owns it, and they'll be bringing a whole uh, assortment of uh, pretzels for us. Make sure they put one uh, special box aside with my name on it. You ought to have caviar, multi-vom hands all over my pretzels. Yeah, you know how that goes. So two boxes, one for me, we put to the side, <laughs> goes in my office, doesn't get touched. And then one for you guys and the show. Wait a second, second. wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Why would you need a box for you? Yeah. Put aside. Because I'm going to beat those pretzels up. We're not going to be eating them and taking them home. What happened? You're not eating them and taking them home on this week, right? One box. You're not enjoying an entire box of Philadelphia One box I'm taking home. No. And one box I'm sharing no. with you guys no. so we can beat the hell out Have of them Have you together. seen what this man looks like? He's no. going to beat up multiple boxes if no. given the opportunity. You can't enjoy Philadelphia pretzels this week. You can't enjoy anything Philadelphia. We're no, beating no. them up. By making them, by introducing them to stomach acid. Yes. That's that was how the, we're beating That was them. the point he made. The way yes. he's going to go after Philly is by, like, destroying I'm their food. Right. Destroy and having it pass through your innards. That's yeah, right. You. you know where that's coming out. <laughs> you know what it's going to look like, he's, too. He's angry eating. I'm going to be like, how you like that, Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> Bold strategy, Cotton. I thought so. I thought so. I was pretty happy with myself. It's a win for everyone. <laughs> right. I get to bring pretzels home, and I get to abuse those pretzels in the name of the New York Giants. That's all. It's a win for everybody except the person unclogging that toilet you're about to make a mess exactly out of. Exactly right. But that's not me. So, <laughs> there's certain things I do, certain things I don't do. 
Sorry. I take the garbage out like a beast, though. I'm like the best garbage taker outer I know. Yeah. Like Mike was good at snowblowing. I'm going to take it out the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations to uh, Mike Francesca. What happened? Who announced his son uh, got into Hamilton College to uh, to play football. Oh, good for him. Wouldn't it be funny if both our kids went there? Would they become <laughs> best of friends? Can you imagine? <laughs> hey, Mike. Little, uh, let's, let's all hop in the station wagon. Let's go. Imagine they were like roommates and BFFs. <laughs> By the way, be Hamilton College expressed some interest in my son for football. Look at that. How about that? See how <laughs> Can you imagine how weird that world is? That's funny. I was telling Lucky that. I'm like, this is Jay. You never know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. All jokes aside, it's a great uh, great honor. Nice. And I'm, uh, I'm, although Mike and I don't get along, that's great that his son got into college. Congratulations. That's awesome. So I'll uh, send uh, my respect out to the, the Francesa family. That's uh, having lived that, understand what that's like. That's a great day for them. I'm sure they're very, very proud of their son, as they should be. Here's uh, Robert in White Plains on the fan. Bobby, good afternoon. How are you? Craigie Evan, how you guys doing? Doing good, kiddo. So, very quickly, two points. Number one, uh, this run, well, so far it's not really a run yet, but just this one game, it's yeah. starting to kind of mirror uh, the run in 2007. You sure. got Eli, who was in his fourth year. Daniel's in his fourth year. We were a wild card. We won the first game against Tampa Bay. Then we played the number one seeded Dallas Cowboys, beat them, and then went on to beat the Packers, who were the number two seed. So it's, it's almost it's almost very eerily similar to 2007. And honestly, if they beat the Eagles, somehow this, this Saturday night, I, I got a feeling the Giants can end up in the Super Bowl. Although I'm not, I'm, I guess I'm, wow. I'm not. How about very that? Optimistic. How about that? The league? thing that the thing that feels different is that when the Giants made the playoffs in 2007, they were making the playoffs for the third consecutive year. So while maybe you didn't think they were going to win the Super Bowl, you didn't think they were going to win a championship, they had proven over the two previous years with Eli, even though things didn't go well in the playoffs because they lost their first game both years, Carolina and Philadelphia. They were at least a team that you kind of knew was pretty good. This team is an absolute come-out-of-nowhere team where no one thought yeah, they were going to be yeah. a playoff team. Evan, Evan, I also got to say quickly, um, it's funny. I, I was talking to my, my daughter who goes to Penn State. She's already told me, well, I'm going to try and make the trip to, to uh, Lincoln Saturday yeah. night. I told her, absolutely not. Now, you could mm-hmm. be so isolated, not wearing any Giants, keeping your mouth shut. I can almost guarantee you, that some Yahoo next to you or in your section, unless you're sitting in a suite, going to open their mouth and you and your son are going to get caught in the middle of some haymakers. So I'm telling you right now, it's not the place. You There's know, a reason that the old vet had a jail cell in there. Well, not just that. Don't There's a reason that, that for, for the better part of a decade, and thank you, Bobby, uh, the NFL, and you can look it up, outlawed Eagle Giant 4 o'clock games in Philadelphia. They weren't allowed anymore. So now you have that kind of that um, that renowned Philadelphia crowd having all day Saturday, <laughs> all night Saturday yeah. to liquor up. A Saturday night game in Philadelphia comes with the prerequisite warning. Enter at your own risk. So we're going to have no Giant fans at the link Saturday night. Look, you know, that's the impression well, there's going to be some Giant fans there because, you know, the proximity of, plus, of the stadiums. Plus, of course. Craig, you have to admit this. 2023 is not eight, 1989. 
Veterans Evan. Stadium is not Lincoln Financial Field. It doesn't field. matter. It's different. It's not the same. No, it's not. It is. The, it's different. It's you, the same. You think it's exactly the you same? You think the people change because the stadium got nicer? No, I think Come those on, that are going about? to the game change. Honestly, we talked about the get-in price. It costs so much freaking that's, money that's to go to the game. That's market. If you're an Eagles season ticket holder, I don't mean you're selling your tickets. I think a lot of people are. <laughs> I understand that because of the obvious uptick, you make a lot of money. Like, you could tell when the Mets played the Yankees in the World Series in 2000, and I'll never forget this, experiencing this, those that were at those games were very different than the regular season games. It was like the people that just people that could to, afford the crazy ticket price, And they right? were more, I got to be at the place to be. It's kind of like the garden most days. Right. You're, are you really a diehard, diehard fan? I'm not saying there aren't any, but a majority of the people that show up now are, that's the place to be. Sure. You don't think there's that. more of that today at the link when prices are like that than 1987? I think it's different. I got to it, tell you. Uh, it's, listen, is it 180? Yeah. It is not. Are there less of those kind of hooligans there? Probably. Sure, That's my point. That. It's different. But there's enough of them. You're asking a – look, by the way, I would say the same thing if the game were here. Jet fans, Giant fans. I know Giant fans consider themselves a little bit more mature than Jet fans. Maybe they are. I don't know. If you give a blue-collar fan base all day to get ready for a playoff game and to drink unfettered all day – and they don't have to work the next day because the game's on Saturday night. You are going to have some problems. No, I get in the theory. The I understand the theory. I just think that you and a lot of our callers are intimidating Giant fans from even considering making this trip. By As if way. it's like, oh my God, you can't go there. It's like you're going to a third world yeah. country. It's I like you're going to a war zone. For SNY, for those of you that may have seen me just uh, spit into the garbage can, my apologies. But I got a little phlegm came up, so I spit it out. At least you weren't vaping in the middle of a playoff you game. You'd think that as I leaned down, they might change the camera. They didn't. But I was not vaping during the camera, during the game. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. I was not vaping during the show. Right. That's what, what, what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't Hey, listen, to get through a five-hour Bills-Dolphins game, hey, got to do it. I mean, that game went on. And by the way, to be fair, it didn't feel like it was dragging until it felt like it was dragging. Does that make sense? Well, I think it feels like Because when you're looking at the clock going, yo, the Giants game's going to start here any second I think you just hit on it. For us here in New York, we're focused on Giants-Vikings. The Bills-Dolphins game is like the appetizer. And we figured the appetizer would be quick and painless. Just, that's it. Blowout. Now, it's supposed to be a blowout. Right. And I think most of us wanted it to be a blowout. All of a sudden, it's a closer game. We're excited about Giants, Vikings. We're looking at the clock. 430. Let's go. And then you realize at 415, it's still the third quarter. And you're like, oh, crap. Uh, NFL did us right, though. When they announced this game was going to start at 455, I was like, yes. No, it was good. It was a good call. I was so, I was so excited. You know, and the counter-programming. Like, what are you supposed to put on when, when you're waiting, right? You know what they did? You're not going to program against football. Well, what they did is they had the Fox pregame show at 4 o'clock. They extended it. They went to Burkhardt and Olsen, who just BS some more. Right. So, really, it was just them talking more and more about the game. Yeah, which is all. I mean, no one's watching at that point because all of a sudden the Bills-Dolphins game became, uh-oh, Miami might steal this W, right? Of course, they didn't, but it became must-see TV, which is why the NFL is just so great. No matter what they do to try to food bar, they, they can't. You can even like, have you the... You cannot mess NFL football up. Even when the broadcasters are awful or disinterested, it's still awesome TV. Oh, you yeah, still everyone's love it. Uh, killing Al Michaels and Tony Dungy. Like, they, the thought was that Tony Dungy had no idea what quarter it was, and that Al Michaels showed no enthusiasm 
for the uh, for the way so Jacksonville came back with their last that, field goal to win it. That wasn't my issue. My issue was, and I sent this clip to Big Mac if you haven't, Al Michaels didn't know what was going on. That was my problem. So listen to this. This is right after the Bosa penalty. It's a four-point game. Wait, hold on. Which penalty? The, the penalty. helmet one? Yeah, the, the helmet. one where the referee made himself the story by running after Bosa no, it was to throw a flag After on him. Jacksonville scored the touchdown. It was before the two-point to conversion. 30-26. Got it. They okay. called a penalty on Bosa, which is half the distance of the goal line, and then a decision was made by Doug Peterson, which he admitted after the game. I decided to go for two because yeah, yeah. we were from the one yard line. I'm sure we're on the same page because there right. were two against Bosa. So penalty is called, and now we, as the public, we're watching Jacksonville line up from the one-yard line. I see what's going on. Al Michaels was very confused. So now they're going to go. They're going to line up to go. Well, the ball's at the one-yard yeah. line, so this is not a two-point attempt. Really? Yeah, no, they're going for two. Well, they are, but the... Well, you know, but this is, an, this is a really interesting call they're, right they're, now. They're going to win. They're, they're playing for the win on a field goal. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? Wow. That was my... So I heard a lot of the criticism of that he's not showing excitement. Whatever. I think every announcer is different. Like, Joe Buck gets criticized for that. That wasn't my issue. My issue was, I'm watching the game. He knows what's going on. And I know what's going on. How come the guys in the booth are definitely confused yeah. by them going for that two? That a lot. There's some games I was watching this weekend where it's obvious what's going on, whether it's a, a penalty call or whatever the case, out of bounds, inbounds, review, whatever it is. And you're like, I'm watching it. And I know a lot of play-by-play guys like to look at the game naked, not through a monitor. I respect that. That's how you do the game. You know, binoculars and all that crap. And I'm like, you have no idea what's going on. Like, there are moments in that Bills-Dolphins game where I was like, the announcer has no idea that the ball just got intercepted. Right. Like, are you not, like, watch the game, Or a timeout was called. I saw that a couple times. Yeah, it's like, it's like, that aspect of it. Uh, you should never get it wrong. Well, but Craig, that's see me personally. My issue with Al and Tony was that the idea of oh they weren't showing enough excitement. I think every broadcast team is different, sure. and sometimes the kind of under under screaming or whatever you want to phrase uh, the it, the Pat Summerall understated, let understated. the game breathe kind of deal. Joe right. Buck does it all the time, and I don't have a problem with that. Like Tariko had a great call on the Sam Hubbard play. Yeah, that's he fine. Sure did. So my criticism of Al and Tony wasn't that they weren't excited. It was that they didn't know what the hell was going I, on. I think they got beaten down by being 27 nothing, And Al has been very open about how bad the Thursday night games were largely this year. And how disinterested he became. You're making an awful lot of money to be disinterested, to be fair about it. Nor should you ever share that publicly. And by the time the Chargers made it a game... It seemed like uh, those guys were done. Right, but but when Doug Peterson decided to go for two, to me that is one of the huge moments of the game. Sure That is. in the moment you're dissecting. Because if you don't get it, you're down by four, you need a touchdown. Right. If you do get it, a field goal wins the game. I thought and it, that's what happened. I think we needed like 30 seconds to digest this. Yeah. And the broadcast and didn't know say, what look, was going on. That penalty on Bosa when he's a yard away from being out of bounds now set up this opportunity for Jacksonville to consider right. going for two. And here's the deal, That's folks. That's a great storyline. If they get it, they're a field goal away from winning, which is what Tony said in a very clunky way. They're going to win the game. No, they're set up to hit a game-winning right. field goal, which is what happened. But if they fail, they got to score a touchdown. Like, huge moment. Yeah. So I think we needed the 15 or 20 seconds to digest it. Instead, you see them lining up, and the broadcast crew, as the ball's being snapped, 
doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. And I'll do you one better. The one playing that game that has not been discussed or talked about anywhere, and I understand why, is the fact that the Chargers missed a 40-yard field goal in that game. Ah, it was huge. And that's when things like, turn, man. It's an afterthought, but you know that's a that's a, that might be the play of the game, no doubt about it. Considering Jacksonville's you know on the way back, and the, the Chargers have a chance to stem the tide a bit and force them to go for a touchdown at some point, right? Changed everything. Dicker the kicker too. missed a forty-yard field goal. Nate and he Kading made a fifty-yarder earlier. Dicker the kicker. Nate Kading. They all live in Charger Lords tokers. Yeah, do you think Staley gets canned now or no? It's tough to predict what they're going to do, but I can see it. Yeah, me too. I mean, Especially not only... If, uh, you want to go after one of the two guys that we know are available. Yeah, look, if you have a chance to get a Super Bowl-winning head coach with this franchise quarterback, yeah. I think it's a no-brainer. So it makes a lot of sense. But Sean Payton's admitted, he was public about this, that the Saints are asking for a first-round pick. Yes, they are. That's what they want. So, yeah. and, and by the way, I think Brian Dable is proof of this. You think a good coach is worth a first-round pick? I don't think there's any doubt about I it. I think a good coach is worth, worth multiple first-round picks. Shh, don't say that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.